I heard you before talk about basically how balance is bullshit. And so I can imagine yeah. when like, when something like this happens so personally and that you have to kind of keep the ship afloat and running and that's kind of more of your nature to do that. Like, how did you navigate that in a way that, you know, you still got things done, but then was also taking care of the family? Because I know a lot of people tend to like get so overwhelmed when things in their personal life happen um, unexpectedly. Well, I'm not a great example of that, but I know now what could have been super helpful, Mm -hmm. which is you've already have to have those practices in place. You know, you already have to have your meditation practice in place and your physical moving your body practice in place and your plant predominant diet in place and your, your, um, the way you connect and the way you align and the, the, the information you listen to, like how you, the spiritual food you feed yourself, you have to have all that in place. And then when the wave comes, Mm. you're like, wow, I'm human. This is gut wrenching. I'm bleeding. Um, I don't want to get out of bed. All I want to do is cry. I can't believe it. I can't believe this has happened. And then you walk through that process to the other side. And because I'd never put myself first and because I was unwilling to make self-care my top priority, because I had other stress coping mechanisms like smoking and, you know, drinking vats of Diet Coke and you know, the 10 days. lattes a day. <laughs> and that was, the, those were my go-to things, you know, to, to walk around the block outside of Harpo Studios and, and have a cigarette was like doing a little breath practice. <laughs> a little breath you know what I mean? It's kind of the other end of the stick, right. right? And I just, I just wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at, look at, you know, this, this once in a lifetime ride, which you would never want to not have, could be so much easier and so much more joy-filled if you made radical self-care your top priority and you actually refined your practices to make sure they're all the things that make you feel good. Mm. But I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. So something like that would, like with my brother's sudden death, you just have to jam it down, put it under the bed, get it out of the way. Don't think about it. Take care of other people and move, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving because you haven't created the foundation where you can process it and, and go to work and take care of other people and yourself and pay your bills and things like that. Right. What have you, like, what have you noticed, I guess, you know, you talked about mud on the wings. Yeah. What have you noticed change in your life since you've Re or since you've processed right. this information? Well, the epiphanal moment for me, and it wasn't unknown to me, it just, I, I deliberately remained unconscious, was that just as I intended, I had created and manifested the career of my dreams. The career of a lot of people's dreams. Um, and, but not the life of my dreams. Mm. 
So there was a lot of the kind of thing like, um, she never has a minute to do anything. Um, she can't keep a solid romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, her health, you know, looks like it goes up and down. I mean, she swings 50 and 60 pounds here and there all the time, mm-hmm. but she works for Oprah. Mm-hmm. Got a big job working for Oprah. So that would kind of, that would kind of, you know, in the mathematical equation of how you're doing, overshadow everything. And I'd still end up with points on my side. Um, and I could, I could tell that story to myself too. Well, you've got a big job. Well, there's a lot going on. Well, um, so when, you know, you can only keep the truth at bay for so long. And then pretty soon it's like, are you that happy? I mean, are you happy? Are you? Uh, is, this, is this the life? Is th- was this the end game right here, right now? You're super successful. You have a ton of money, um, more money. I mean, I grew up, I was, you know, middle class, more money than I've ever dreamed of. I can pretty much go anywhere, do anything. I can, you know, buy great presents for the people I love and take care of my family. But like, are you happy, happy? And of course the answer is no, because life isn't just one thing. Of course the answer is no. And sooner or later, you have to say, we're supposed to live the life of our dreams. We are supposed to, all of us, you guys, me, all of us are supposed to live the lives of our dreams. So if I'm not going to do it now, when will I? Mm. And the scary thing for me was, because now I'm in my 50s, my middle 50s, which is older than I ever imagined. And I thought, oh my God, if you don't do it, you're never doing it. You're just going to be this, there's going to be all this other life mess going on for you right down to the, to the final edge. And I was like, that's not what I want. Because I do believe that we're all supposed to live the lives of our dreams. And if not now, when? And I want to do it now. Mm. What were those conversations like? So that moment that you chose you, mm-hmm. like where you decided to pivot, what was what were the challenging conversations and what would you say to those listening who really want to make that change and do something for themselves finally? Well, what I would say is nothing has to be a dramatic moment. Nothing has to be a do or die, a stay or go, you know, we, we get a little addicted to the emotional drama of, of decision-making and things. But when, when you are very slowly and deliberately moving in the direction of happiness and just leaning in like, this feels good and this feels good and this feels good and this is good. And, you know, I, I need to shore this up. And you know what? I'm going to go to yoga Saturday morning. All those little things that one does over days and weeks and months and years, it doesn't lead to drama. It doesn't lead to drama. So, you know, I mean, my, there's nothing I would do differently, maybe a couple little teeny things, but nothing I would do differently because it all turned out okay. But what I would say to someone who's almost 30 is, oh, you can have a much easier ride than I did and still accomplish everything I did. You know, you, you can make it the joy ride. There, there are times when I made it a really hard road. I mean, I didn't start working for Oprah until I was 35. 
So even now, it would be five more years before I even walk through those doors in yet again an entry-level position. So, you know, that was kind of my way, you know, roller coaster, crazy mint, crazy business. But, you know, by the time when you have to really confront, you know, my brother had died, my mother had died. um, We ended the show. own, you know, we walked into a completely new business um, that had its challenges and difficulties. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody knows, you know, that it's time. Mm. And, and those things, you know, when, when you've had a successful career, it's not that tough. You know, um, where, where I feel, where I um, feel for people when, when you're 55 and you haven't had what, you haven't manifested one dream. And I meet women like that all the time who are like, gosh, I just gave myself away in my 20s and 30s. And now I, I don't have the confidence. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to do. And that's the cautionary tale. For 20s and 30-year-olds, what are you waiting for? Yeah. What are you waiting for? Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.